Hi, my name is Lainey. It's time for When a Nerd Starts Over. Another episode of When a Nerd Starts Over. This is episode two of a new project. My name is Dan, your BFF, your best Filipino friend, your favorite Asian guy. Normally, I'm on a different podcast called No Ordinary Nerd, and this is just a side project, something that I do because uh, we're going to discuss things that we don't normally talk about, and that's just a, you know divorce and being a single parent and dating and love and all that kind of stuff and all from a different perspective, a nerd's perspective, which I, I honestly consider myself to be a nerd. Um, but this week I want to talk about just something that's happened to me you know, almost immediately, and that's just becoming a single parent and learning to do all this on my own and having to raise a young lady and uh, be both mom and father when I do have her. Uh, so... I wanted to talk to someone um, today about what it's like when you have to be mom and dad 100% of the time. I'm only those two half of the time, but this person has been a single parent since nearly the beginning, and each child she has is in like different stages of life, so she's learning something every single day. So I invited Venus over, so I just wanted you guys to meet her, and also wanted to hear her perspective on things, because her view on being a single parent and doing it all by herself is unique, and I'm sure also that people who listen to this will relate to her story and her struggle. So, how's it going, Venus? Hi. Thanks for having me for that wonderful intro. <laughs> I, know. I know. you thought about that so much. I know, I did. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was wondering how, what to say. You know, like I said, this is, this is all new. This is brand new, so we're learning as a fly. So you might hear dogs bark. You might hear people coming down the stairs. So, but, you uh, might hear me drink coffee. Not, yeah, what do you think? We don't do but... drunk podcasting <laughs> yet. Yes. Um, it's a little early for that. A little early. It's very early, so... Now, we talked about, I, I have one child, and she's an eight-year-old daughter, and you probably heard her in the intro of this video, but you have three, and they're all different. Now, what are the ages of your children? Twelve. So my oldest son, so I have three kids, two boys and a girl. Um, one's twelve, <clears throat> going on thirteen. Um, one's eight, going on nine. And my daughter is a princess. She's like four and a half. She'll be like 18 tomorrow. <laughs> I know. If you guys just meet her, you'll you'll know why. why <laughs> but see, that's that's interesting because the, just the the gap in in ages, and each one's going through their own like life things. Mm-hmm. You have one who's about to be a teenager, and that life is going to change. Voice is going to change. He can start looking at girls differently. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the middle one probably just talking about you know playing and all the other stuff, and the little one, the little little one, is about to go to school. So I know you're going to have to. 
go mm-hmm. through things the first time with the new teenager, mm-hmm. and then have to do it again with the middle child, and then finally, you know, so that's going to well, be interesting. Well, it's going to be weird because it's going to be like so one might one thing might work for the oldest one when he turns, or even just now. And then it might not work with the second one, so I have to change my technique or whatever for the second one. And the third one, that's a whole different ballgame. So I got I she's a girl, so it'll be a little different. So I'm gonna have to kind of tweak everything. Yeah, like I've noticed things with just like the way that I have to talk to my to my daughter because um, she sees things differently than I would. Um, so it'll be different because you know right now I'm like stay away from all boys. Boys, you know, you promised me you're you're, you're gonna start dating when you're 35, right? That's the only time. And yes, daddy, yes, yes, you know. But then I see her talking about, you know, One Direction and Niall's hair and uh, how cute this guy is in the video. And it's making me worry already. But. Well, it's funny because I, my with my oldest son, one time he goes, <coughs> I saw a letter. You know with the boxes when you're like, oh, do you like me? Yes, no, maybe. So I saw it in his folder one time. And then I was like, it's okay if you like girls. Like, I didn't know how to do this. And I was like, I need a day or two because I don't know how I'm going to go about it. And then I was like, okay, it's okay to like girls and it's okay, but you know, you need to focus on school, like stressed. You need to focus on school. Like, so that was a little difficult. He goes, yes, mom, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't heard from it since. So I don't want to scare him, but that's good. <laughs> be well, realistic. Now, if we go from the very, let's go to the very, very, very beginning of this. The first, the very first time. Like, for example, like when you first found out that you were pregnant, your reactions and your feelings. And sometimes it's like feelings of joy. Like for me, when I went to that appointment and I looked at that little gray monitor and saw that little gray circle and the do- and the doctor was like, you're going to have a girl. I panicked. I was already scared. And because I could, you know, barely, I, I could barely take care of myself. So, you know, you have time after you see that little gray circle to read books. And there's millions of books on how to be a parent. And your parents are dropping knowledge uh, uh, for every single thing. Like, oh, you cannot eat that. Don't eat that. My mom doesn't have an accent, but I just say that just for effect. I was like, really? You don't do that. No, no. She's not like that. Um, Sounds like my grandma. But... You know, you get advice from everywhere. And you're not even asking for advice, but they'll just drop it on oh, you. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm pregnant, but I, you don't need to tell me what's going to happen in the third trimester. I, I know what to do. But what was your feeling like when you first found out? Like, were you, like, full of joy? Or were you, like, in shock? I mean, what was it like? Um, It was more, like, scared. I looked at the sonogram, and I was like, am I really, really? I'm really pregnant? No way. Like, you know, but I was 21, so it was it wasn't too bad but but still it was more of I you know I wasn't married yet when I had my first one and then trying to tell my parents like that was the most scary part probably I was like oh my gosh how am I gonna my parents they're gonna get so mad at me I'm not married yet I didn't finish school like all these things were racing through my mind let alone yeah I'm carrying a whole another baby so I have to change like what I eat and how I eat and what you know my exercise and all that kind of stuff but telling them was like the scariest like Filipino parents are the scariest to tell things to. Like, it's so scary. And, like, my dad, he's, like, one of the ones where you don't, he doesn't say anything. And that's when it's the scariest because he doesn't say anything. And I'm like, are you mad at me? Or are you going to yell at me? Or are you gonna, I don't, I don't ever really know. And then he just starts crying or something. Like, it'd be crazy. But, um, but yeah, so it was just really scary in that sense. And then when I, when we told my mother-in-law at the time, or my boyfriend's mom and she was like she just stared at the sonogram and like walked away like didn't even say anything uh, i was like 
<sighs> okay. Yeah. So I was like, what do we do now? <laughs> like nothing? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I mean that, that that's scary. I mean, being a parent. I mean, like I, I had my first child, um, my only child right now, at the age of twenty-seven, and you know, like I said, I was still playing video games real heavily. It was like three, four hours a day, and um, I, I was thinking about that. Like, well, how's my life going to change? You know, and I remember even. My ex telling me like you know when this when this baby comes out you know you're not gonna be able to play video games and 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 my heart hurt right there because I know <laughs> video games are, have been my first love since I was like five years old so to think that you know I'm gonna miss you baby I'm like looking at my console I'm gonna miss you you know you're but collect dust in the garage I know right <laughs> it's it, it it's tough at first but you know you got to be an adult and adulting is hard so adulting is hard now what is like what do you think what's your biggest struggle with having to juggle, you know, being, you know, your job and being a full-time mom to three kids by doing this all by yourself. What isn't a struggle, yeah. really? It's like, I mean, it's just, it's everything. Everything from like, you know, you could be so dead tired the night before you got to wake up at like six o'clock in the morning, get three kids ready, two kids ready for school, you know, get them off to school. It's just, it's a lot. And then, um, you know, they rely on you when you get home, homework, mom, I have, I need something signed or, um... Um, a field trip thing and then I have a teacher parent teacher conference and I'm like I work five days a week I used to work seven days a week so um and then just finding time for each one with whatever they need it's 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 hard so it's like yeah granted you have an older one who can be sufficient for himself but it's like he has other needs and then my middle one has is so it all changes so that's the biggest struggle and then have to worry about what I need like I need rest. I need to eat. I need to do laundry. I need to do this, that, or the other. So that's juggling, just juggling everything all the time. Granted, I have a lot of family, and my parents are always there, and, and their other grandparent is there, but it's it's still because they go to me, like, for everything. So it's really, really, really hard. But I'd say that's the biggest, just juggling everything on a daily basis. And like they say, like there's little memes that you see on, on Instagram or something, Moms don't have days off. Moms can't be sick. Like, that's just not possible. So, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, that's one thing I've noticed, too, is, like, I laugh at, like, sometimes I laugh. And I think, you know, being a parent, it's, like, it's, it's almost like an exclusive club. You look at parents that are struggling, like, at the, at the grocery store, at amusement parks, and you feel their pain. Because it's, like, I know what you're feeling. I go through that, too. And then you hear people who don't have children are, like, oh, man. I have to wake up early. I gotta wake up at nine, and I'm like, "Are you serious? Nine o'clock in the morning is early for ready. you? You have one person, right? You have three kids to get up in the morning, and when they wake up, it doesn't matter what time you want to wake up. They're waking you up, so you're waking up now. So I remember my daughter. There was a period of time when, um, you know, I, I was the main person taking care of her, you know, for daycare reasons and saving money. And I realized, like, 6.30 in the morning, and she's, like, slapping my head, saying, <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, cereal. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's 6.30 in the morning. But that's, 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 that's what you do. And I think as a parent, there's no such thing as, like, sleeping anymore. You're going to be waking up around that time for the rest of your life until those kids are teenagers and they're the ones who are sleeping in. But um, 
I know that you said that everything, what is not a struggle, yeah. but during all that struggle, there has to be some pretty cool, like rewarding triumphs in that, in that whole process. I mean, can you describe or tell us like about some of the things you're like, man, that's so awesome. That's why it's awesome to be a parent. Um, just a bit. I mean, some things that you don't realize, um, you kind of take things for granted sometimes where it's like, they do really love me. They do you know, appreciate what I do because when I go home from work or wherever I'm, I'm, I'm at, it's like, they come and like, mom, mom, I love you. I missed you. You know, don't ever leave me. I don't want to leave you. Or, um, when you get compliments from like teachers, even strangers where, and they say how well behaved, well behaved your kids are. It just makes me feel like I am doing what I'm doing and I'm doing it as best I can, you know, but the fact that other people acknowledge it, even strangers, for them to say, you have really well-behaved kids, makes me feel like I'm actually (coughs) doing my job. I'm doing what I can, but it's, it, and and they can see it, and other people see it, so that totally makes a difference, yeah. And I think, and the the thing is, it's it's a process, so, you know, when your teenager is out there, you know, in high school, and then, you know, say he starts winning awards, like, you know, bringing home good grades or just like, you know, um, like if he ran for like office or something, uh, high school, something, I mean, that's gotta be like, Oh, you know, that's my, that's my child that's my son. that did that's that, you know, like I, for my own daughter, I mean, she's only eight, but just little things that she does, you know, I, I'm always like proud of, like, for example, you know, I'm a pretty goofy guy. I joke around a lot. So when I hear her, say a joke just off uh, like out of nowhere it makes me like smile like because that's who I am like you know I I feel that I'm very sarcastic and I'm very like you know witty and um when I see her like make sarcastic comments or make like weird funny jokes it really warms my heart because I'm like oh that's that's definitely me you know and when she plays video games because I'm one of those parents who's like, you know, I know a lot of parents like, don't play video games because it's going to do this to you. I don't care because, like, I grew up on them and the reasons why I play them now, you know? So, and we'll discuss that in a, uh, in a later episode, but when I see her play and what she takes from it and how excited she gets and how proud she is, it makes me feel good. It's a weird thing to pass down uh, video games to my daughter, but that's the one thing I probably have right now. Um, now, what do you think... So, you know, because I just talked about video games and what I want her to take from me. As in, like, you know, Dad had this love of video games, you know, and he loved his sports or he loved his team or whatever. What is there, What is the one thing that you'd like to, your kids to, to get from you? Like, what you want to instill in them? And is there anything that you have? Um, well, just because, just <clears throat> to know that... Um, because I did do a lot of it on my own. Um, yeah, like I said, granted, there's a lot of family there supporting me. But um, just to know that as long as you put your mind to it, as long as you have that will and that strength and that power to get through whatever you were to face, you know, you can get you can get through it. Like, um, I, there were so many times when I just was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. You know, in the midst of when I first got separated it's like I couldn't get out of bed I lost so much weight I was depressed and I was like 90 pounds like really 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 skinny so um but what 
what helped me get up was that, you know, I can't do it anymore. I just, I had the willpower to, to keep going because I have my kids and they are my everything. They are my world. So I just hope that that's what they take from me, um, being independent and that they, they truly believe that in themselves, that they can get through anything. So... No, I know you said that there's a time right now that like you were like, you know, it was hard, like I can't do this. Mm-hmm. What was that moment where you're like, I can do this? Like, you know, I know I can do this now. Was there a moment where you felt like, okay, wait a minute. I thought this was tough, but you know what? I, I know I can do this. It's still tough every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. And it's, it's it was just like one, it, it's kind of weird because I literally woke up one day. Because I was in my room, locked, you know, I would drop my kids off wherever, and I would be in my room crying, and sleeping, not eating, not doing anything, and it was, it was just one day, it's like, I, it, it just dawned on me, like, I just can't do it, I, I can't explain how I got there, but just one day, I just woke up, and I was like, I can't do it, I have three kids I need to be supporting, like, this, this is not what I want them to see, right. I want them to see that I'm a strong woman, I'm a strong person, I am still their mom. I am everything that they rely on. So um, it was just one like epiphany, like, oh, like one of those things. It <laughs> like, was like, like wake up. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you like, know what? Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah that. like that. Just like yeah. that. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, just like that. Just like how you meant, you know. Um, I just woke up and I needed to do it. So. Um. I, I know that through this whole process, like, you know, like we can look at our parents because we always look back at our parents and we say, gosh, you know, the advice that they gave me, like, that doesn't make any sense. And, I mean, old school Filipinos, man, they have, like, the weirdest, like, you know, weird, weird uh, no, like, superstitions and things you're supposed to do. And I can say that because I'm Filipino, right? And, um, but there are certain times when I look at the way that they uh, might have disciplined me in the past or, or they might have, like, lessons they tried to teach me, but they were, like, complete, like, you know, fails. Um... Like for example, like I'm barely, I'm barely an adult. Okay, like I'm <laughs> thirty-eight. I'm thirty-eight, but I'm barely an adult. I look in the mirror, and I don't think thirty-eight-year-old, you know. But I mean, like I look at myself, like you know, sometimes my daughter has ice cream for for breakfast. Is that a good parent thing? That sounds good, baby. Let's have ice cream for breakfast, or you know, uh, you know, I, things like that. Like, but there are times when I know I failed. You know, like. I've forgotten things like parent-teacher conferences or homework or reports that were due um, and I didn't help on or, or things like that. And you sit back and like, gosh, man, I really sucked that time. I sucked as a parent today. But, you know, we don't go out and tell our kids that. You just kind of have to just roll suck the punches. Up. Yeah, you just suck it up, dude. Like, you know, have you ever had that? Like, like gosh, you know, I really failed today as a parent you know i would give myself a, a c minus today which is actually a good grade for me yeah oh, well, <laughs> <not for> me. <laughs> okay for you you might your gpa probably a lot higher than mine in high school but have you ever had that Where is um it? yeah i i have um it's kind of hard to pinpoint one <laughs> <laughs> this is a long list, I, know, it's a long list. Like, I don't know which one to pick but um it's it's more of a daily thing um not a daily thing, that's kind of bad to say, but, you know, sometimes it's like you just don't, I don't have the energy sometimes to, to, to deal, not to deal, but just the energy to ask, 
to this, do this, do that, do this, do that. Like, I think that's my fail is that I need to keep telling myself I need to do more. Mm-hmm. I think I'm really bad on myself. I'm We're the worst critic, right? right of ourselves. Right, right. So for me, it's just um, I don't give them each, each enough attention. And and um, and tell them their strengths on a daily basis, which I think I need to be doing more of. That's a fail for me. Um, I just need to, yeah, I just need to do more for them. Even though people may think that I do a lot already, to me, I get really down on myself. So, yeah. So sometimes we have ice cream for breakfast too. Yes. Granola yeah. bars is is common at my house. Maybe bread with butter. No, but you know what? <laughs> One thing you need to take, because, you know, we're old school Filipinos, and you need to always have the hard-boiled egg in the purse. You got to yeah. be able to pull out the snacks from the purse. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that's true. like I would, it was either, I think, you know, it would either be my grandmother or my mother would have like some type of like weird like egg or like some weird strawberry like hard candy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You always have to have that. So that's one thing. I, I don't have a purse. Uh, so, you know, Altoids. Yeah, so, you know. I, 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 know. I have a big purse. And looking from your purse right now, that's yeah. a great purse for snacks. And it is. Sneaking in, you know, to food to the movie great. theaters. That's that's awesome. We don't condone that if you're listening to that. But <laughs> actually, we do it's condone possible. that. It's possible. Just do it. It's so expensive. Especially right next to the dollar store. It's awesome. But now I know that, you know, as a parent, you... You have to like learn what they like and what they enjoy and stuff like that and what they love and you have you get into their hobbies too. Like me, me and my video games and my me and my daughter we play it together, you know, and we'll have weird conversations where it should be like Dad, I don't know why I can't beat this Pokemon. Well baby, it's because it's it's you know, it's electric based and the only way you can be electric based Pokemon is doing this. And yeah. we'll have that a serious heart to heart talk about that. And that's an awesome talk to have. I know that you have a specific hobby that you really love. I have and no talk- idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no. What is that hobby that you... Because I'm a nerd. I like to talk about like things that you're obsessed... You know, people are obsessed with. And what is that one thing that you're obsessed with? Makeup. I'm obsessed with makeup. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So I am obsessed with makeup and alcohol, but that's another, that's another <laughs> podcast. That's a different podcast. <laughs> Maybe a problem. <laughs> um, okay, no. So what you're pinpointing at is my Lego um, obsession. <laughs> so he was talking about having these lengthy conversations with his daughter about video games. Mm. We have lengthy Lego sessions where we each buy a Lego and we all put it together like on the dining room table. And like they all have their direction sheets and I have mine. But the thing is he's trying to get at is... I have my own stuff. I actually put them together. They're all Disney, by the way. Disney princesses are my deal. I have every single Disney Lego. Not like the Duplo ones, but like the Disney Legos. I put them together, and I'm like, I'm like, cool, I get to see it. And then I don't like take it apart and then put it back in the box. I like take chunks of it like like whole, like as a whole, and put it back in the box. And then I tape them. And then I don't let any of my kids play with it. Because my kids were like, can I play with it? Nope, they are mine. And I put them away. And I have a lot of Legos. I have like the DeLorean and I have the Trevi Fountain because I went to Italy a few years ago. But it's my love. I love it. I love it. <laughs> See, I mean, that's a great way to, to de-stress. And I think probably as a parent, we really 
you really need to find things that really take you away from like the real world sometimes right? and connect with your kids at the same time too exactly i mean that's that's it's awesome like just the process of putting together like a lego and looking at it and saying oh i did it and finishing it admiring it, then putting it down and you know breaking it down and putting it back in that whole process you're just focused on that it helps you like de-stress mm-hmm. get released and that's the same thing with like you know, like my video games, I, I do the same thing too. And you know? they appreciate, and I appreciate, like, oh, they they did, they put the car together, and I can I can understand how proud he feels about himself because he was able to do that, and he's at like my son's eight, and he'll put like a seven to twelve Lego together, mm-hmm. even though he's like in that range, but it's still pretty hard because it's very intricate and detailed. So. When he feels proud about himself, I'm like, I, I get it. I get it. Because I just put a three-story Disney castle together. Yeah, it's see. Awesome. <laughs> see, that, and then when you can bond with your, your children like that, I mean, that's the ultimate, like, triumph right there. Yeah. When you can bond and we have that. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, I'm not sure the people who listen, like, the relationships they may have with their parents. But I'm sure there's that one time where they're like, yeah, you know, we had fun that day. My You know, my parents are cool because they did that. And, you know, um... I love my parents because they shared this with me. They might not get it now. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those old parent cliches. You, you may not know now, but when you get when older, you when you're older, <laughs> when you have a kids, when, not when you have a kid, when you have a kids, you know, that's, you're, you're going you're to get that. So, <laughs> but now besides being a single parent, you know, doing this all on your own, one thing that's got to be interesting is, is dating has a single parent? That's a whole different ball game because you're you're thinking like you know. I think I have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different podcast. No, but the 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 idea of it, um, you know, because if you're single and you have no kids, it's like you get you might get like a text message or something like, hey, let's go meet for coffee or let's go to the movie, blah blah, at this time, and then that's it. It's just that fast. As a single parent, you're like. Oh, I gotta find a babysitter, but, um, wait a minute, um, I have to pick a medication from, like, Kaiser, and I gotta do this and that, and then I pr- drop off the practice, and yeah. I have homework, homework, I don't know if I can do it today. And, that, I mean, that's a whole different thing. I mean, that's, like, multitasking to, like, it's extreme, you know? And not only that, where would you find someone? I mean, I, I, I mean, there isn't, like, a, like a, you know, singles day at the park, at the playground. <laughs> like, bring your kids and bring your heart. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's posted anywhere. Yeah, it is. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, like, where, where would, like, a single parent go for something yeah, like that? Really. I mean, you're not on E-Hart. You could be on You could be on Match. You could be on I guess so. <laughs> I don't even uh, know the website's uh, just, just I don't saying. know. I don't but I'm just saying, like, right. what would... I mean, like, how would you go about, like, me, someone? Like, if you were, like, I mean, it's it's... A library during tutor hours? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'll, yeah. No. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's friends. You know, you, you kind of meet friends and um, people you might work with and people, people's friends of friends and of friends. Like, I don't know. It's just by association, you know. Um, like, people I worked with, <clears throat> they introduced me to people and you and you date them and see how that works out and... And then you have friends of friends, and you see how that works out. So, it, but it's the, but it's so hard because, like you said, how do you find time? Where do you find time to right, do any of this? Parent, you know, yeah. what are you going to sacrifice? So it's like maybe if I have if I don't have my kids one night or something, then 
you know, I'll go out that night with my girls or whatever, and then we might meet people at like a bar or something, and because that's the best place to meet somebody. Oh yeah, it is. At, right. While drinking. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's it's so hard only because yeah, of course it's fun, but where's that really gonna get you? Um, for for that temporary, yeah, it's it's fun. You get to know them, blah blah. blah. But you have three kids waiting for you at home, mm-hmm. um, and then you have to think about them. Like, is this even a long term thing? I think this is just fun. You yeah, know, how do you yeah, gauge it? Yeah. Because you have to think about, yeah, he they get along with me, and we have a great chemistry. Um, but then you have to think of three other kids. That is this even something that would be? Or is this person even someone that would be a good role model for them? Um, because you have to think about that. And another thing is like it's it's hard to date because I lay my cards out on the table because I have three kids. I'm a single mom. I have them 100 percent of the time. If the person I'm gonna date can't accept that, then it's like, well, I I, sh- I shouldn't be wasting your time because I come as a package. Right, right. If you don't want me and my kids, then you shouldn't have me and my kids, and kind of move on. Like, and I've based a lot of that on who I decide to date. See, I mean, that's, and that's, that's like one thing that you, I guess you have to learn as you go on. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, like, I remember like even just the uh, kids getting along. Kids yeah. getting along. I mean, like, for example, I, I mean, if there are parents who listen to this, there's always that, you know, like when you set up play dates, that's like the word that I use all the time now. Oh, let's have a play date. Let's have a play date, you know? Um, and you might, your kids might get along very well, right? But you might not like their parents, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, True. I've been, I, I, I've been on the, you know, I remember when when Lainey was younger. There were a couple of times where, like, oh man, they're like best friends. You know, my daughter's best friends with this one kid or whatever. And you go to play dates, and you so you're you're forced to talk to the parents because like you know your kids are playing yeah. and you just had nothing in common you just couldn't even talk and you just end up staring at your phones for an hour like okay we got like 15 more minutes let's got to get out of here the longest 15 minutes of my exactly life. Yeah. so i can't imagine like getting into a situation where you're dating that person either doesn't have a child and then now that person has to get to know your kids and then like see if they get along and then or if that person has kids too and then those kids intermingling i mean what happens if those kids don't even like each other and they're like that's a whole awkward situation well and that's another thing like you touched on um with if you were to like if i were to date some person and um they didn't have kids they don't have the same responsibilities as i do Mm -hmm. so they can't understand what we're you know, I have to do this, that, or the other. What do you mean you can't go out tonight? Well, it's because I have three kids I have to put to bed. Right, right. You know, so they don't understand the responsibilities. Not saying that they're not responsible in their own life, whatever that is, but they don't understand what I have to go through on a daily basis if they don't have kids. So that's always difficult when when you kind of come across that because how do you explain, you know, eventually something's going to have to go. Something's going to have to give. Whether it be you, whether it be the guy, whether it be... The kids, like something's gonna, go, something's gotta give, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I think, um, I mean, that whole situation is, is you know, weird altogether, and yeah. it's, it's kind of like you know that that weird phrase, you know, um, what is it like? It's not what you know, but it's who you know. That probably goes for like dating as a single parent, because again, you're networking. It's like, 
Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just a weird thing to talk about. It's like, oh, uh, so-and-so just got, you know, divorced. And uh, why don't you, you know, meet with them? I mean, it's just a weird, awkward, like, situation. So it's like, like you said, you're not going to be at the bar. You're not going to have a shirt that says divorce with three kids. I'm single. I'm looking for commitment. I hope my kids like you. You know, I mean, you're not, you know, it's just a weird, like, what's your credit score? What's your credit score? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, is there, like... Any history of like mental illness in your <laughs> yeah you, you don't checkbox checkbox yeah yeah I mean you you don't have that so it's like a weird thing it's starting from scratch and then learning and then raising kids and and they're watching you the whole time you know they're 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 taking from you um, all these lessons that you might not even know they're even paying attention to what you're doing kids are very smart though they'll they'll you figure to, it you out have man to give it to them. they are very smart they'll figure it out but so. the thing is like something that you um you also learn when you're dating is what you do and what you don't want because you've experienced um you know i got divorced so it's like i of course don't want to do that again kind of thing you learned you hope to learn have learned your lesson so hope you know and that's something i learned with dating that um there's a lot of things that i don't want in a person but i do want in a person so i was able to um determine what that was after dating like Right. So, um, but on that note, I want to thank you. Thank you for having for me. being on this <laughs> podcast and discussing your situation and just like um, the things that you know uh, you've learned in this whole process. Because I'm sure that some people who listen to this podcast are going through the same things that you're going through. Might be going through things that I'm going through, mm-hmm. and it's kind of nice that we can talk about it and. Share with people like, you know, no, there's no instruction manual for this. There's no instruction manual for, for being a parent. Mm-hmm. There's no instruction manual for like what happens after marriage. Yeah. And we and maybe learn. it's a healing process too. It is. Because it's, people haven't talked about it and they haven't opened up or they really are in denial and they don't want to deal with what they're really feeling. So, yeah. So that I think this is a great thing. It is. It is. So... Um, and we did talk about nerdy stuff too, which is great. We did. We did I talk about nerdy stuff too. So, so now I want to thank you for listening. And if you have any questions or want to comment on anything that was just like discussed here or on any future episodes of When a Nerd Starts Over, I am all about conversation and I just love to hear stories and I enjoy doing things like this. This has nothing to do with my other podcast where we dive deep into like nerd culture, which is nowhere any nerd. This is something totally different. So if you want to contact me for any reason to talk about what we talked about or even talk about, you know, maybe future topics, please email me at whenanerdstartsover at gmail.com. That's whenanerdstartsover at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Bye.